Hey traders, welcome to the Mobile Trader Podcast. I'm your host, JD. Today is June 21st, Friday, and we have a great interview for you. We have Maurice Jackson of Gladstone and Company. The audio was patchy in spots, but it's outstanding content. So tune in and enjoy. A Bitcoin update, a market cap update on that. And I was like, wow, this is some great stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to this gentleman. Then I saw a few videos uh, that you posted and I saw Noah. And so first off, what should our audience call you? Uh, I tagged you Mojax the overnight with the overnight update. But what, what, do, what do you go by, Maurice? Uh, or? I mean, I, I, my name is Maurice. Uh, I've had people call me Reese, uh, MJ. Uh, nobody, nobody but you okay. has called me Mojax, okay. but I kind of like that too. So that was cool. Okay, we'll, we'll rock. We'll go with Maurice <laughs> right now, and then I might drop a Mojax on you. But uh, first question I want to get into is, what prompted you to begin posting your nightly market updates? Um, that's interesting. I really just um, thought that people could use information. It was something that I was doing on a nightly basis, and um, kind of just to keep myself um, honest with myself you know, kind of to, to, to right. make sure that I'm doing something for my trading every night and having uh, something to look forward to and something to do and post and to keep a record of. And so I first just started with a couple groups and then other groups that I joined and, and got, um, you know, more involved with, I started posting them, posting it to those as well. Self-accountability and Pretty to keep much. you locked in and, and keep you sharp with, with, with the markets are just I mean, it's amazing it's, when we're locked into the broader markets, it's almost like, we're, you know, there's, we're not going to have that rug pulled out from under us or we're not going to be caught, you know, uh, I guess off guard. And I, I really appreciate that, uh, that you're putting that up. It keeps me locked in as well. Uh, tell me this. What is your current investing status and what and what markets do you frequent? Uh, well, as far as, um, I mean, investing status, uh, I'm a full time trader. That's uh, outstanding. You know, pretty much what I do. Yeah, That's the breadwinner, livelihood. <laughs> um, I'm also a musician, so I invest. I guess a lot of time in uh, my guitar and the uh, two churches that I play for, and you know, a few other bands that I may play for here and there. But um, so investment. That's pretty much what it is: full time trading and uh, playing guitar. So and. Uh, so the musical discipline, the discipline you need on uh, that side, I mean, I'm sure that carries over into your yes, trade. Yes, sir, most definitely. Uh, I have to stay, you know, I, I can't mess up a song, so <laughs> I, may, I'm, I have right. to make sure that, you know, it sounds good for the congregation, so I definitely have to stay disciplined and, um, you know, knowing notes and knowing chords and knowing songs. So, yeah, most definitely. I almost, I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm older than you, and there's a joke when I was coming up. It was a, uh, Robin Harris had the piccolo player joke, man. And it, 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 I just kind of, <laughs> it kind of popped in my head, but we won't go that <laughs> route. We'll continue down this line of thinking. So how many years have you been active in the market, and how many years have you been full-time as a trader? Um, well, I've been active, uh, I would say, since 20... 15 so i say about four years and i've been uh trading full-time since 2017 so two years that's an amazing you i mean you passed that that six-month threshold for a full-time trader to 
blow up an account and just give uh, it up. So. I blew up a few, so I've been there. <laughs> I've been down that road <laughs> two or three or four times. So <laughs> yeah, man, that's the market tuition talking to yes, us, man. Sir. It's like, well, how much do, it, will it cost to be a full time trader? Yeah, mm-hmm. you won't know. Until mm-hmm. You won't know until so, you know. <laughs> outstanding. Well, I tell you this: uh, was there a particular moment where you said, "You know what? It, it's time. You know, it, it, it's time to become a full time trader and and make this happen." And on the second part of that, what steps did you take to make that a reality? That's that's a very interesting question. Um, I it's weird because I, I think it followed. I mean, looking back, I think it followed uh, an interesting trajectory right to where I wanted to be. Anyway, it's right. just um, you know, I guess circumstances kind of uh, led to me uh, making that decision. If I could like try to make a long story short, um, you know, I, I really first 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 got interested in investing um through real estate investing and i got uh, got my real estate license in 2007 right okay. before the market crashed and so as a young real estate agent in atlanta right when the market crashed oh, i kind of yeah. was left out to you know fend for myself so you know i guess uh, a many long story short you know i i had to kind of leave that alone and go through different things but i was still interested in becoming an, an investor and that led me to um learning about warren buffett which further led me to um going back to school and receiving my bachelor's and master's in economics um and really really learning about investing and becoming an investor um i, I got a, a my first i guess career start in corporate accounting and then um uh, started my own company from there as far as um, uh, virtual CFO and um, taking care of the financial responsibilities for small nonprofits and small businesses. And so uh, through there, I've always kind of been investing or dealing with the finance world. Um, Once I started my business, um, you know, things were kind of going well, but then I lost a few really key clients and things didn't go well. And what was kind of the nail in the straw um, yeah. At that time, I was I was also, you know, uh, I, I really kind of began dug, digging into trading and option trading. And so I was doing kind of both. And what was the nail in the straw was uh, the name of my company was Trunk Financial. And yeah. then Donald Trump got elected. And so oh. I had too many people asking Trump Financial. And so when, like after the fourth or fifth client you know back to back that I met with right you know looked at me funny like I had to make sure you didn't you know I realized that I had to make a change and something had Rebrand. to give I, I completely did it and so I realized that it don't work in that company you know I, I, I enjoy working with my clients and I enjoy doing um, you know their financial planning and, and such but I really spent a lot of time studying the markets I, I'm honest to God like I spent more time um, studying the markets and learning how to trade and learning how to do options than I did working on client work. And so, you know, I, I, would, know so I would have to, you know, rush at the end of, you know, uh, a deadline or the day before a deadline and work all night to finish client work to make sure that they're taken care of, right. but then spend the entire month, you know. Really. So at that time, when it was time to rebrand, um, you know, I really decided I was going to go into trading and I had one more client. And um, right as I was kind of deciding if I was going to get rid of that client, uh, I got into a car accident, a kind of a bad car accident um, oh. that I didn't expect and kind of took took me out the game for a minute. And so um, sitting at home, I lost my car, lost transportation. I wasn't able to do anything but trade. 
And so it was like from, and this was uh, in 2017. And so from then, it, that, that was pretty much the, it, it, it just, just kind of led to that. Like everything was leading me towards uh, uh, being a trader. So, yes, sir. I like to be one on one with a lot of people. So I'm very active in the few groups that um, I'm in and, you know, very active once one on one once I get to, you know, know people. Wow, we're going to end up splicing this one together. I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving Anchor that that first chance to do the you know the group call over the phone and using technology. But just I wanted to see if you could give our newbies uh, maybe a, a a jump off point to where if they're interested in in investing, where would you suggest that they go? Or what what steps? Maybe uh, two one or two steps that they could take to move towards. Uh, investing and possibly trading um well the the very first thing um is i guess conceptually or philosophically i guess uh it's i guess what i call my company motto um is know what you own and why you own it um i think that applies whether you're day trading you know swing trading um and well you know i really honestly only consider, you know, either day trading or swing trading. The swing is just going to depend on how long it is. Right. Um, so, you know, position investing, it's still, it's still swing trading to me. But yeah. no matter what, you still need to learn. I mean, you still need to know what you own and uh, why you own it. Um, as far as to, to get started, um, there, are a, there are a lot of sources. Um, so I would suggest that people take the time to um, look into, um, you know, validated uh, literature, validated resources to find, um, you know, uh, unbiased and accurate right, information. Right. Um, that's the key because a lot of information is not good. <laughs> so yeah. you got to stick with, stick with some that are the most unbiased and accurate. Great answer. I mean, I, I know a lot of, there's a lot of skepticism in the markets, especially with uh, my circle and family, well, not family, I can't say family, but just in acquaintances and classmates and things like that, you know, and they gambling or, or but um, is there a particular mindset that a trader must have? And is it different than that of a standard investor for you? Um, no, uh, like I said, I, I think that they're one in the same. I think that um, your mindset just needs to be, um, you know, focused on what you're doing with your funds. Like, you know, know, know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. It's a business, actually. That exactly. I mean, we're running it. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, the, the mindset thought for me is that uh, every, it's not the microwave mindset unless you are just an absolute uh, – high volume active trader we're looking at what what's your time frame for for this particular investment so know your strategy is what i always mention that one of the things to uh, to, to everyone but uh tell me this maurice what are your two most memorable trading moments positive or negative uh most memorable uh okay well i guess most memorable, uh, two definitely stand out. Most positive is what really, you know, kind of got me into trading and investing in this um, uh, 
a class I took in grad school, um, Georgia State University. It was called yeah. Evaluation of Financial Assets. And it was basically learning how to value uh, fundamentally um, stocks, options, futures, um, all, you know, all indexes, all pretty much all the different uh, right. financial instruments. And we were awarded a, uh, well, not class was to run um, a paper trading um, fund, basically. And I was able to take that fund in one semester from one million to uh, just over five million. And so that kind of got me. That kind of got me hooked uh, using really, really just picking really good stocks and then really? using a covered call strategy like it, it ballooned. And that's that's probably my best my my, my best memory, because that's what got me hooked. That was like my that first was that was, it, huh? that was it. That was it. Wow. Um, that's amazing. And my worst um, my worst is probably um when I I traded Tesla, uh, mm. and I I I saw my win, and greed got the best of me, and I didn't put a stop in, and I saw all my winnings twiddle down to nothing in one day, and I actually had uh, plans <laughs> for those funds. Oh and yeah, it was just not a great day. So uh, that was probably that's. My worst experience just watch waking up in the morning and seeing me up 50 percent, and then at the end of the day <laughs> it's back down to zero i'm down to zero <laughs> oh, that's yeah. still gut wrench me to this day yeah oh my goodness yeah but, know you know you live and you learn you yeah know? yeah and you well i tell you what is uh your your wife is, is she interested in did it take a minute to convince her of what you wanted to do when it came to the market um, no, well, I can say she's definitely not interested. That's not her, you know, it's That's not her, her cup of tea. Right, right. Not at all. Even when she asked me about it, you know, I could see her eyes glaze over after a few <laughs> minutes. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to cut it short. Man. Yeah, man. But, <laughs> but um, as far as like convincing her, like that's interesting because our relationship is not really kind of like that. Like, you know, I'm I'm really all for her and rooting for her what I do, and she's yes. all the same for me. Um, we've been able to, you know, back each other up and and, and hold each other down. Um, you know, vice versa when times were needed. So it never it, it's never been anything like that. No. Outstanding, and that's a blessing right there. Well, I tell you, we're gonna give you a couple more, man. I'm not gonna hold you on this Friday. No, nah, I love it. Thank well, you. man, the, tell me this. One problem that I've come across is that it's been tough for me to find individuals in my circle who are actively investing or, or let alone understand options or even interest in the money markets. Do you have anyone in your circle that you can, you know, sharpen your countenance with, that you bounce ideas off of, who understand your language? Um, I... Short answer, no. Like, if I could think about my immediate circle of people right. that I would be able to call on every day and be able to drive and go see and sit down and exactly. talk to, no, I don't. There's nobody, none of my cousins I grew up with, my siblings, you know, parents, you know, everybody talk about they want to invest or, you know, they know that I, I study stocks and that I trade and, you know, I'm going to get I'm going to get with you. And, I, and yeah, you know, but it's it's never, you know, it's never that that real interest in really putting money into the market. Yeah, so. That's a tough that is a tough. Uh, I don't know. It, it's a 
it, it's a tough situation to deal with, but it's, it's a it's a relevant situation, mm-hmm. and I think the the aspect of of having Facebook groups and individuals like yourself where we can reach out to each other is key uh, mm-hmm. moving forward. Because I, I think even if it's not our generation, I think for posterity's sake, Noah's generation, my daughter, my son, mm-hmm. that that group. Because the millennials and the other, you know, whatever Gen X is, they're, they're going to push it to a new level. And we give them those tools and the comfort level and a, yeah. a, a, a circle to where they can talk at the dinner table about it without having someone excuse themselves. You know, I think that's uh, going to be special. Uh, we're coming down to the last couple. Let, let me, do you foresee a pending black swan event in the market? <laughs> and for the audience man black swan is just an event that will just send it send that market into a, a downward spiral a tailspin almost like the 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 financial crisis the mortgage issues uh and do you see anything or or are you prepared um man that's a great question uh i definitely I definitely can smell rain in the air, if that makes sense. That makes plenty uh, of sense. I definitely can smell rain in the air. There are a lot of signs um, that are there. There are a lot of signs um, because I now remember, like I said, I have a bachelor's and a master's in economics. So um, yes. come from an economic growth, an economic um, outlook, there, there are a lot of things that just don't add up and that shouldn't uh, add up. Um <laughs> And 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 so yes, there's definitely uh, something in the air. Am I prepared um, as best as I can be? I th- right. That's one thing I think. Um, I guess shorter term swing traders uh, or hedge fund managers or those that that uh, trade in the the uh, week to month range um, have have an advantage of being able to uh, position better if if a black swan event a happens. quick adjustment so, or right a, a okay. better adjustment so in that sense i i think that i'm ready but um it's funny i, I made a comment on facebook on on someone else's comment yesterday that um with this administration and this president he is very very good at being predictably unpredictable and so i said that like you know war can pop off this weekend or never <laughs> exactly or never and we ne- and you never know so trying to bet on the market going down with this president is it, th- that might be a futile you know futile it's an endeavor. overnight it's an overnight uh coin flip at times mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. you know to to be to be honest with that uh mm-hmm. well I, I tell you this um my three favorite books for me um the alchemist the richest man in babylon rich dad poor dad what are your three favorites and they don't have to be in the the investing vein it could be just something that that may have motivated you or or caught your interest okay um i would have to say uh i'm going to give you four actually i'm going to say um applied economics by thomas sowell um that was a book that i read and um it can uh, back in i think it might have been undergrad but um, I love that book because um, I think his first. I'm sorry about the book. No problem. I think his first book was um, uh, it, it talk. It, well, this book applied economics. It talks about like what next. Like you know, usually people will say, um, you know, okay, uh, Trump might send a bomb to Iran. 
okay, but what next? You know, uh, what what happened next after yeah. that? And then after and then after that, what next? And so it kind of it it really kind of applies the principles of economics in uh, a more forward forward thinking way. I really that that real that book really kind of opened me up. Um, the second one I would say is uh, essays of Warren Buffett. Oh um, boy. That one is uh, an excellent book for any financial manager, any business manager, any trader. Um, I, I'm still a Buffett disciple. I would consider myself that's my foundation is, uh, you know, value investing and learning about Buffett. So um, that's a great book. Um, okay. How to Make Money in Stocks by Will O'Neill. That would probably be my, my second uh, Bible next to security analysis. <laughs> Uh, wow. I, I didn't I didn't put I didn't add security analysis to that, but um, security analysis and how to make money in stocks by Will O'Neill. Like it, it marries the value investing with the swing trading uh, approach, if you ask me. Um, it, Securities it, analysis. Yep. It, yep. Right. Um, but uh, uh, how to make money in stocks by Will O'Neill. And then okay. um, that last book um, was the idol, autobiography of Malcolm X. I thought that one in there. Oh, man, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I read that <laughs> one. Yeah, I was walking around with a little different angle. You know, <laughs> and, and then I read further on it. Yeah, that was that was a game changer. Yeah. Absolutely. Great list. Uh, yeah. I, uh, my favorite trading book, uh, I'm not sure if you've read this, but Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. Mm, I've Regard. heard of that book i have i glanced, I'm, just, i've read so many so i don't think jesse livermore yes i know the trade i haven't read that book i haven't read that traders of all time i haven't read that book i haven't read that book amazing and then it's one of the reasons i write down almost when i'm really locked in i'll write down even though the ticks are the screen mm-hmm. i'm writing it down mm-hmm. by hand so i Get the tape on my own tape, you know, and and you know I miss a few ticks here and there, but when I'm really trying to make yeah. a decision, I'm moving. Yeah. Now that book kind of put that on me. Uh, what what's your favorite? So I guess we're gonna go back to you already blended in your trading books. Uh, the, how to make how money to make, in stocks. If if us, I would say best again? trading book, that would probably be mine. How to make money in stocks by Will William O'Neill, and William O'Neill is the okay. author and the creator of the Investors okay. Business Daily newspaper. Yes, yes. Really, that's, that's that that that's, that's that a is for me. Uh, once again IBD. that is a go-to, and because it's because I under I thoroughly understand their uh, ranking system. I've read, you know, I still have the book in my library, and I go through it, and it really goes through his ranking system and how um, each of those numbers in there. So yeah, uh, that would be a. It, under underrated paper and they show the very reliable yes the, yes i do <laughs> do you subscribe as well so that's that's, yes, a, that's mandatory, mandatory subscription but subscription i can also say before i started subscribing um to be honest i would still read it for free uh, at the library i would take one day i mean it comes out on saturday so i would take either saturday right. sunday or monday take an hour or two and just sit in the library and read it for free Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect hack right there. That's a perfect hack. Well, well I'll tell you this. Uh, <laughs> we're coming down to the rapid fire segment. Uh, we're going to okay. go three random questions. Uh, Kobe. First one for you right now. LeBron or Kobe? 
Yeah. Or you go with the Mamba. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Mamba. I like fan. LeBron, I'm also but Kobe. Kobe LeBron fan, he, but Mamba, man, Mamba gets the nod. Man. It's something about shaking the tree and Mamba falls out, man. And it uh-huh. kills everybody. So, okay. Next question Ethereum. Bitcoin I or Ethereum? I, yes. Yes, most definitely. I, like I said, my background is uh, in corporate accounting. So I was a much I I, I understand I know what a ledger is because I built them from scratch. So the blockchain I've always been a believer in the blockchain and understanding what Ethereum does, like all the other coins are man, yeah, Ethereum. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's the I'm with you. I'm I'm a yes, I'm a Bitcoin uh, uh I'm a Bitcoin fan, big time. My son, my son was the one who mm-hmm. turned me on you know, to, to Ethereum and broke it down. And it was almost like when he said, well, you know, daddy kind of blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, this and that. And you know what? I, I, mm-hmm. I would like to mine. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? I said, and so I started researching. <laughs> I was like, so you've been holding this away from me. I said, dude, you know, I'm the guy that will, you know, mama will give us, the, give me the grocery money and go to the store. <laughs> and she will say, do not buy the magic jumping beans right. with this money. Because she knows I spend the money on the jumping beans. Because it, mm-hmm. I said, tell me more about this, and, and it's time to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, the final uh, rapid fire question: MJ versus anyone else as the goat? Ah, uh, goat on, on, on the hardwood. Ah, uh, it's yeah, I, it's hard to put any it, as far I'm going as with goat. Jordan, it's man. hard that, to put anybody just... against Jordan, so I have to put goat. But I'm plug because my favorite player growing up was Shaq. Okay. I have to put that plug in. I, that's my still, hands down, my favorite okay. player. All, all three of them. All three Orlando, of them. I follow Shaq, them from, Orlando, from LSU Shaq, to Orlando oh. to <laughs> Miami to LA. Well, LA to Miami. So, yep. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Shaq. Yep. Right, right. Okay. That's that's a big one. That's a big one. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, we close things out. Uh, you know, I, I, you yes, let sir. the audience know uh, that where they can get in touch with you. Do you have a YouTube no, page at no. all that you uh, a show? I, maybe that I, you do? yeah, I just post videos off and on. And uh, okay, you just post uh, videos. You know, just off try and to on. give people what they ask for. Okay. Well, I tell you what, close it out, man. Well, give me your favorite Martin quote from the TV show Martin or you can go from we can, we can go even further how we, we, uh, we dug a little I'm deeper stick the with Martin because that's quote. on the mind but uh, mine is GTD GTD got the draws got the draws he got the draws he got the draws he got the draws Wait, man, I tell you what, Maurice, man, I appreciate you spending time with me on the podcast today. That was a great close, uh, outstanding content. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you down the road, meeting you and your wife and Noah and my family hooking up. And But let's stay in man, touch. I'm more than honored uh, that you had out. me on here, man. Yeah. And anytime I can come on, uh, I'll you know, add value to anything you're doing. I'm here for you, brother. And I look forward to us meeting definitely in the future. Most definitely. <laughs> absolutely that closed it out man you too sir thank you very much all right you have a good